I welcome to Preach Care Preach with Rashad. We are the prophets. Sitting another episode, another sermon coming at you from 12 Ounce Sports, Zingo TV, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Aha Radio, Spotify, anywhere else you can listen. Hey, we got we got a guest, we got a guest on the show. Uh from the from the uh off the ball podcast. Uh Chris, what's going on, man? What's going on, guys? It's a it's a pleasure to be on the show, man. Yeah, no doubt. Uh you can catch him. On at Off the Ball Pod on Twitter, and you can follow his account at Real LeBron eighty nine. Um, yeah. Until we get Rashad back in, until we get Rashad back in here, um, kind of go through, man. What's going on with you and doing the quarantine, man? Not much, man. You know, working. I'm still working. You know, I haven't stopped that as far as you know work. You know, it's been. You know, I do security, so it's still out there. You know, just trying to be safe, man. That's all you can. All you can do. You know, take the proper precautions. Be safe and, and just you know working on the podcast, you know, uh, you know, just doing that. You know, it's it's been it's been fun. So you know, just doing those things and just taking it day by day with the, all the craziness going on in the world. Facts. I feel you, man. Yeah, I'm just trying to go day by day and all that stuff, and uh, just keep you know just keep go. I, go. I go to work, come home, man. Try to stay away from everybody as best I can. Exactly, man. It's it's crazy, especially in New York, man. With all the with all, we got our numbers are crazy over here as far as you know unfortunate fatalities and and people yeah. getting you know tested positive. So you just gotta be careful, man. That's all you can do. Yeah, definitely, man. The world has been going crazy, man. Rashad, what's going on? What up, bro? I'm glad to have Chris on, man. man thank you for having me. And like like he was saying, man, just everybody's trying to stay safe during uh. This pandemic, man, it's still going on. I know everybody's trying to get back out and lead a somewhat normal life, man. But just, uh, yeah, man, just trying to stay safe. Just trying to stay safe, man. That's all you can do, man. Stay safe. Take your proper precautions. Don't don't be in these big crowds like we be seeing on these these videos of people going to the beaches and the boardwalks. It's like, yo, what are y'all doing? It's they wild. It's not gone. It's still it's still in the air, (laughs) man. It's just chilling. It's like, oh, I see people. Oh, I'm gonna get y'all. Like, come on now, man. It's it's crazy in Atlanta, bro. Yeah, oh man, (laughs) in Miami, you know, they think it's you know because it's hot out. It's it's nah, man. It's still it's still lingering. So they gotta be careful. Man, I'm I'm so scared of this this second wave hitting us because uh. You know, I'm, I got I got some vacation playing, man. I'm trying to go and, and <laughs> every time every time I see people, ah, oh, man, come on, man, this is this is getting out of hand. Man, I'm trying yeah. to go to a football game or something, man. <laughs> something, right? Man, right, exactly. I, I'm, I was about to watch hockey, or it's you know, crazy, you know. I'm like, I'm like, I'll take hockey right now. Like, hey. I need to watch something or go to something. You know? Shout out to them, uh, to the Vegas Knights, man. You know, what I'm saying, got rocking the hat oh, today. Oh, rocking, <laughs> rocking, <laughs> rocking, rocking the hat today. Hockey, man. What's up? Uh, hey, man. For, that hockey. <laughs> first off, we get started, man. Y'all, have y'all seen? Uh, have y'all seen Dame right now, man? He, uh, Dan Orlovsky, man, calling him entitled and stuff, and yeah, that's Dan, Dan, hey, you know, Dan, he from Oakland, man, he he gonna show his roots all the time. So, Dan, better be careful yeah. out in these streets. Yeah, Dan, Dan, you know, he likes to shoot out of his mouth a lot, Orlovsky. So, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know why he's he's trying to tell you know guys, you know, stay privileged when he's been in the league. He was in the league for ten years longer than he should have been. Certified <laughs> 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 backup. Yeah, sort of fought back up his whole life, and he got the he got the nerve to talk about Dame calling him privileged. Yeah, that's that's just whack. I don't know yeah. why he went that way. 
Yeah, he's tried to clean it up on Twitter saying, hey, I misused the words and everything. But, bro, right. once, you, once you say it on air, man, like, your, your, your apology's not on air. So, with the people who heard that, you know, some people take the media pretty serious. So, they're mm-hmm. going to take your word as gospel. But when Dane's really one of the most humble dudes exactly. out here, you know, he, he went to Weber State, had to work his way up into a superstar and stuff like that. So, right. I mean, yeah. for, for, for Dan to say that, man, people were going at Dan's head on Twitter, man, <laughs> with the – they, they they showed the uh, the video of him running out of bounds against Kaz Biden. Yeah, man. <laughs> and you see Jared Allen point that at him like, "What is this idiot doing?" Like, that's when they went zero and sixteen too. Like, come and on. he he going he, he, he going down history. I mean, I can I can understand him on his. He needs to stick to this football quarterback spot. You know, don't 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 trade into the NBA world, man. Don't trade don't trade that far. Yeah, exactly. yeah. especially Dame. Like Dame is is like he's really respected around the league most people you never hear people talking crap about dame and it's like why go that way man he, he's he's trying to protect himself you know yeah and, and to call him entitled and all that that's just that's whack that you don't you don't go that way <laughs> that's like, crazy that's- so the, the whole thing with dame was that if everybody who didn't hear he uh he said that if, if the, they don't give us a real chance to make the playoffs what's the point of playing i'm not going to waste my time and and, and risk my health uh during mm-hmm. all this COVID stuff to play so the NBA, you know, has been circling around maybe two proposals right now. You have the, you have the the, the sixteen reseeding, uh, one through sixteen, no matter east or west, versus the group stage, kind of like the Olympic play. Um, so yeah. first, if they have to change it, which one are y'all going? I mean, I was with the one through sixteen, but then someone mentioned the group stage, and I kind of like that. I kind of like that group stage. I mean, I dig it when it comes to the World Cup. So that that's that's something that I think would be interesting. And you know, we're gonna have to figure out something new because with everything going on, you gotta have to change it up and to get people, you know, getting back to watching. So yeah. I'm all for a group state. It would just I don't know how you would figure out as far as games because you've gotta have a certain amount of games, you know, to you know for these guys to be to be cool with it, but. You know, if they could figure out how to get, you know, the, the right amount of games for each stage, I think that would be really interesting to see that type of format, you know. But I'm cool with 1 through 16, too. You know, and then maybe having a play-in for the, the last two seeds or something like that, play-in for the 7 and 8, and then we have one, you know, uh, I mean, uh, for the last you know, 16 and 15 seeds, and then and then do 1 through 16, and that, you know, that would be interesting, too. But I know, I know some people have been against that because, you know, you might have – you know, West Coast, East Coast, and then, but the, you know, a 5-12 matchup might have East Coast, East Coast, and that benefits them going on if they, whoever wins that. So, you know, it, it, I could see both ways, but the group stage, you know, you could probably make it more towards East and West kind of, and then, you know, do it that way. And that might be more, a little bit more easy as far as traveling and stuff. So something like that, I'm, I'm, I'm all for both of them, but the group stage thing is, is definitely something that I, I'm really intrigued by. Yeah, same, man. I'm intrigued by both as well. Um, I've been an advocate for the 1 through 16 for a while now because just the, the conference imbalance, like how you would have certain West teams missing the playoffs a few years while the East may get two teams in under 500, stuff like that. Yeah, now, I mean, yeah. to me, that's just kind of ridiculous. So, um, But for this year, man, I would actually prefer the 1 through 16 over the group stage. And the only reason being is because if you do the group stage, you're taking the top 20 records. And this year has been kind of a weird year. You would have seven teams competing 
that are below 500. Like the Spurs <laughs> are below 500. The Blazers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Nets, the Magic. Uh, I think the Grizzlies even one game below 500. And one I think game. The, yeah, the, yeah. I think the, I think the Pelicans yeah, are below game. 500. So you know you would have uh, seven out of 20. That's 35 percent of the playoff potential group stage playoff field below 500. And I think that would kind of dilute the whole point of it. But at the same time, a pro of it would be you would get more star power into it because you would get the Dame, you would get Desire, Zion, Brandon yeah. Ingram, and, you know, you would get, you know, people kind of hate on them. You would still get that exposure of the Spurs, just that, that Popovich pedigree. Who knows what they can put together, you know, in a little mm-hmm. a, a weird time like this. So, yeah, the, the, the group stage, one it's, it's intriguing to me, um, but just because of so many teams being below 500, I would slightly favor the one through sixteen, even though the matchups are kind of one sided to the higher seed. You would kind of be yeah, yeah. so predictable if the higher seed winning. But I would still just kind of favor that over just the the so many teams below five hundred competing in that group stage model. But I wouldn't be mad about it because of the star power it would bring. And right now they're trying to get ratings and get get some revenue back going pretty much. See, yeah, for sure. Me and Rashad are definitely on two different spectrums when it comes to that. Uh, that reseeding, because to me it's it's going to be the same way. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm looking at the what would the potential matchups be, and I, I just went just chalk and the conference finals uh, of, of the you know of the six of the sixteen teams: Milwaukee versus Clippers, Lakers versus Raptors. I mean, we probably was going we we probably get that anyway if it's East and West. You know, what I mean, at least, uh, yeah. you know, at least a high uh, probability. So. You know, I I I guess you 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 make the first round more interesting because you know uh, you get to see the East West versus stuff. But uh, I do like the group stage, and it's only because I, I'm I'm a very advocate of the international play, and and I, I love like the Olympics. So, you know, I think you said I think two teams will play. You play two games uh, versus each opponent, so a total of eight games, and then the top two teams you know go into the next round until an eight team playoff. And you know when you when you look about it like that. You know, the, uh, for one, Group D would be Clippers, Nuggets, Pacers, Magic, and, and the Kings. We know the Magic and the Kings not coming out of that. Um, and, and is that is between is between Denver and Indiana. So you, you still it's still the same way, no matter how you try to slice it. Yeah. Um, most of the time it's gonna come out, but yeah, I do like the group stage, man, because one, it gets Dame in there. <laughs> talk about talk about how how great of a player he is. Um, but but then again, like Rashad said, it just it just it does water down some more than it already is. And we know the AFC stands no chance in uh, in the playoffs. Um, I mean, what, what, what year was last year that the Magic won against the Raptors and then got swept after yeah, that, yeah. basically? It so was the first game, and then they, right. they got so, swept. So, any, so either team, the Magic as, as an AFC the, or, the, or the Pelicans or Grizz, whoever get in as AFC, if they don't win game one, that's probably it. You know, so um, it, it's, it's still going to be bad either way. And the first round – I mean, outside of the four, five, three, six. I mean, how much are we really getting in, in that sense? Yeah, yeah. And Both plus, the Knicks won't have a chance to to, to be in, in any <laughs> other one. <that's> all. <laughs> but it's it, it, like the what is it? The group stage thing. The intriguing thing about it is you could have a team that could just catch fire, though. Like, what, what if the pill? You know, like a young team like the Pelicans. Like, what if they just catch fire in advance? Like, what if they beat their opponents and end up being one of those uh, top two teams that advance? Like, I think that that could bring a a different element because you know, in 
NBA superstars can can carry the weight. So you got right. what if what if what if Damon CJ get hot and get going, despite their record, you know what if they now, get hot and get going. I would say this: looking at the group stages, so um, Milwaukee, Utah, Philly, Grizzlies, Portland. Portland could make it out of that. I mean, yeah. I mean. I mean, there was the Western Conference Finals last year. Right. I mean, so still got a lot of talent on that team. Obviously, Milwaukee probably. I bet, bet all my money on that for them to make it. But one more team had to make it. I mean, you can say Utah and Philly, uh, but we've seen their up and downs this season. Uh, we've seen Mike Conley get benched already. The Sixers, you know, I, I've never liked the way they was constructed this season. Uh, wow. and, and Portland, man, I mean – they, like you said, with Melo there and and Damian CJ, you got scores, so they could they can get in now. New Orleans ain't no, I don't care how much fire they catch, ain't no way they getting out. They group which would potentially be Lakers, Boston, Rockets. Like I just, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I like Zion, but you know, he's special, but I don't think he's that special. Well, let's go through every group and see what what two teams will pick each one. All right, so yeah, so like I said, Group A: Milwaukee, Utah, Sixers, the Grizzlies, and Portland. So they play in a total of eight games. All right, Milwaukee's chalk. I think we all pick Milwaukee for sure. Yeah, definitely. Milwaukee's coming out for sure. I'm going Philly for my second team. I will. I, 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 if I had to put money on it, I definitely would put Sixers as well. Yeah, Sixers advancing for sure. Now I'm assuming everybody, everybody healthy who you know wasn't really, really hurt. Uh, Group B, we got Lakers, Boston, Houston, Brooklyn, and uh, Pelicans. Give me the Lakers and Rockets, man. What's our little Jason Tatum? Give me the Lakers and Rockets. Yeah, I mean Boston and, and that Boston. That's Boston and Houston. That's tough. Yeah, that's I mean, tough. Boston, yeah. Was coming, Boston was coming along, and, and you know Houston they they got a lot of firepower offensively, but you know not having any big men, you know, and having to go against the, you know some of those teams, man, that's gonna be that's tough. The biggest man is is is, is Tucker. <laughs> that's their big man. You know, that's, you know, even the Knicks had good uh, did good against uh, uh, against the Rockets when we played them uh, right before everything happened. You know, right. so you know, it, you know that'd be interesting. I mean, they but they got firepower. Russ and Russ and Hardy can definitely do it. But you know, the Boston team is is pretty good too. I I, I think I choose Boston. I, I think Boston. First of all, Boston versus Rockets would be a amazing finals match. We won't get it, but <laughs> we will never get that. <laughs> but I think that'd be a, I think that'd be an amazing series if they was to play. But you know, you only get two games, man. I guess I, I, I think I think I may lean Boston, and, and I don't want to do that to okay. D'Antoni and Harden. But I, I just think that Boston matches up with Rockets very well, and they can go that small ball when they got Jalen Brown, Hayward, um, Tatum, and Kimball. Like that's four guys, and you can throw a Marcus Smart. Hey, we just as small as y'all. What's up? You know so. I mean, I think the Boston's the only team that can play rocket style, and without without giving up any uh, talent on the court. So, I don't know, man. Uh, I probably would choose Boston. Um, man, before we transition, bro, if Houston lost in that group stage, they would never hit the end of that. As long never. as as long as they don't lose to Brooklyn the Pelicans, I think they they might be all right. <laughs> nah, people getting fired if if they don't if they don't if they wouldn't advance. So D'Antoni one is not gonna last. Would not last for long. Right, they, so gotta change, got, they gotta change up for sure if they lose. So we got Bucks, Sixers, and two to one. Y'all said Boston, and we said Lakers. So let's go to the next one. All right, Group C: uh, the Raptors, Miami Heat, OKC, Dallas, and the Spurs. This is the hardest one. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, de- definitely give me Dallas, man. Luca was on the MVP tear, so definitely okay, give me Dallas. Dallas? Damn, that's not Wait, are you saying are you saying that Dallas is the yo, yo definite out of that yes. four? Yes. 
Damn. Damn. That's tough because you could see any one of those, any one, of, uh, any combination of yes. of those teams get in. Because even San Antonio, you can't, you can never count out San Antonio because you know they always you know play up uh, above to what they, you know, especially this year not having that much man. talent. But uh, I mean, hey, I'm stuck, yo. I, I mean, if we, if I, I believed in, I believe in Toronto, even when Kawhi left. I would put Toronto in. So I, I think, Toronto. I think Toronto comes out. And you, Rashad, you make yeah, a me, you make a great man, give point. Me, give me give me six God and give me uh, Dallas. <laughs> uh, you make a great point with Luca MVP tier twenty nine nine and nine. I mean, you can't. So that's hard to go against. Um, what was it? Toronto. You said Toronto. Um, it was Miami. Miami. OKC. And Miami having a hell of a season. OKC shocked shocked everyone this season. Chris Paul been on a. If like if I had to do an MVP rate uh, um, vote like. Chris Paul definitely would get third place in my opinion on this team, but yeah. oh, no. um, I, I'm gonna go Dallas. I think Dallas. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with Dallas. Luca's Luca Luca in playoffs. I, I'm I'm you know I think he would show up big time. I th- you know I I think I would I think I think I'll choose Miami. I I just think they got they talent wise like as far as depth. That's the team in the playoffs that you know if, if they was to get out. Now granted, this is like a it's only eight games. We're only playing each team twice, so. This might not be the style for Miami, but my you catch Miami in a series, but it's hard. It's it's it'll be tough to get them out. So I'm gonna go Miami just because Dallas already two one. So we'll go ahead and put them in there. Um, might go two and six. <laughs> <laughs> uh, group D, you got the Clippers, you got the Nuggets, the Pacers, the Magic, and the Kings. I think this is pretty oh, easy. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah, might yeah. be the easiest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clippers and Nuggets easy. Yeah, Clippers and Nuggets. Easy. Clippers and Nuggets. So we. Sorry, right, so we saying so Milwaukee, Philadelphia, the Lakers, uh, the Boston Celtics, we got Dallas Mavericks, the Raptors, Clippers, and and the Nuggets would be our our final eight teams. I mean, that's pretty. I mean, <laughs> that's, I can, I, I, hey, I, I can watch that. <laughs> I can watch that. I'd be yeah. happy with that. With that. The, the you know the, the crazy part is when you when you look at the seating of all these teams. Uh, the only team we got as a quote-unquote upset, I guess, is the Mavericks and the Sixers making it as 13 and 12 seeds if you reseed it, how we talk about the other option. Um, so we had the Bucks with number one, Lakers number two. You got you got three of the Raptors. We got four of the Clippers. We got five of the Celtics. So we got the top five easily. Six the Nuggets, another easy one. And then who's who's the seven? So we didn't say Jazz, but then we got Mavericks and Sixers. Uh, to round out our, you know, out out of that. So I mean, that's not bad. I mean, the top six teams, and then we got Mavericks and Sixers. Who, if you think about it, Luca is one of the best players in the league. MB, you know, when healthy, a top ten player, and Ben Simmons right around that twenty top twenty range. So, I mean, as far as star power is is there. Exactly, the the Mavericks or Porzingis coming back, seeing if he if he can take his game to the next level. You know, finally being healthy. You know, uh, uh, this, this, like I said, it's all about star power in the NBA, and you and the NBA wants all their stars in the playoffs. So you know, yeah, yeah. You got players with Kawhi and PG, LeBron with eight, you know, LeBron and LA with LeBron and AD. There's so much star power in this, you know, Giannis and the Milwaukee and stuff. So we got a lot of a lot of big time players in this, and that's what you want. You want to see the best players in, in the yeah. biggest tournament to, for, for the chance to win a championship, and that's what we want. You know, so that that this would be. Tremendous if this were happening. Yeah, we basically had it chalked for the most part, as far as yeah. like, like you said, when you reseed it, 
and then like you like you just said chris from like just the marketing perspective of it mm-hmm. all outside of houston outside of houston and the knicks you have all the biggest markets in the nba yeah. i mean you're only missing chicago James. man Cheers. come on man you miss chicago man they, they be right. Chicago, man. <laughs> i mean i Levine. mean you got both Lake, you got both LA teams. I mean, no, no New York teams, but you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. You know, outside of those two, yeah, outside of those two markets, you really got all the the best markets. You got, like you said, both LA teams. You got uh, Philly's a, a huge basketball market. The pedigree of Boston, what Toronto's doing, that atmosphere up there. So you would have the biggest stars and most of the biggest markets. I mean, right. of course, if Giannis isn't there, Milwaukee's not a factor, but because he is there. He'll probably wind up being back-to-back MVP. You know, that that's enough to warrant them being yeah, a, a, a viable uh, a viable market right now. So, yeah. uh, quick question before we move on. So, all right. So, if if we talk about the group stage and let's say that is the way they're go the way they're going. So we mentioned how the Rockets and then Tony may be out of a job if he doesn't get out of here. So outside of them, do do y'all believe like uh, you know teams like Utah or or um, or even OKC because you know they they was they were trying to tank anyway and turn out to be good. Do, do you think te- uh, like one of those teams or even even if like Miami doesn't get there, do you think they make drastic changes if 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 they don't if they don't get it into the uh, you know the, the last eight teams? I mean Utah, I think people look at Utah a lot, and you know obviously with everything that happened with Rudy Gobert and how he kind of you know made himself look like a fool with the whole corona <laughs> right. and, and, and getting tested positive for it after you know making a joke out of it and then donovan mitchell and that whole so you know obviously they they're it's all you know they, they've said that they're good but are they i mean are they really good right that, that's be a question and to me you know you're going to always pick donovan mitchell over rudy gobert as great as rube gobert is and defensively and stuff you're going to choose the, the bigger star and Mitchell's a star and Utah needs that type of, you know, they need a star power to help, right. you know, help them. So I could see changes there. Um, and uh, what was the other team you said? Uh, you know, like, like, like if Miami doesn't get out. Um... My, I could see Miami. Miami's going to be very intriguing. I don't think they'll make moves, but I know that they're going to be waiting on one guy in Milwaukee. <laughs> and that's to me, they're going to be wa- watching him big time because this is a big year for Milwaukee too. Yeah. Because if they don't win a chance, like last year they blew it. They were up 2-0. And then somehow, you know, I mean, I know Toronto's defense changed, but for them to win four in a row after you win the first two, that that's crazy that that happened. And, you know, Giannis is, is definitely improved. I mean, he might be the most improved player this year. And he, he was the MVP last year, but, uh, <laughs> You know, this is a big year for Milwaukee. They, if if they don't get it done this year, and obviously the craziness, you can you could you could use that as an excuse to an extent. But you know, this year and then next season, if they don't try to get someone to help Giannis take the load off him, because you know he, he's gonna he's gonna have to carry the load for this team, and so that's gonna be interesting. He's a free agent after next season, so you know they're gonna be pressured to try to make sure they get every you know try to find someone else to come the same way like how. Cleveland tried to handle it with LeBron when he left the first time. You, I think Milwaukee is in a – they are in the – they have the most pressure to to get it done. If they don't win a championship this year, the clock's going to be ticking. And then if they don't make improvements for next season, man, watch out because, you know, Pat Riley, Pat Riley is very persuasive. And put, the, put the rings on the table. Yeah, he put the rings All on the table. Them. LeBron James was like, okay, you got me. 
you know, and, and that that the way you know they lose LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and then they keep they retool and, and they're back, you know, to be an irrelevant team. And the, the pieces they have, man, that that's definitely a team, you know, Miami, you know, next year, you know, for Giannis to be like that's potential. So you know, I could see some of those stuff happening, but uh, you know, definitely a lot of pressure from Milwaukee. You know, I could see they. I can see if they win, if they don't win, a lot of changes for them. So Miami too, you know, they, I know, but they're going to be trying to look at after that big fish. So you know, those, those are some changes I can see happening down the line. I think Houston has the most pressure because you got, you know, okay. D'Antoni's getting older. Hopefully, you know, I think he's like seventy-two years old. So hopefully, he doesn't. He's seventy-two. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has been around for a minute. Yeah, he he's he's seventy-two, seventy-three. So hopefully. Like I, I think he's in it. I think he's in his seventies. I don't think he's. See, I think he's in his seventies, man. Like he's up there, cause like he coached in Italy for a long time, and then he came to the pros. Yeah. So he, I, I think he's late sixties, early seventies, man. So yeah, I, I think of, they had the most pressure. Yeah, especially with that small ball. You know, uh, they 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 pretty much gave up. You know, when they traded Capella to Atlanta, they pretty much said, you know, we're gonna try to small ball everyone, and they had some success early on. I mean, go all played, in. <laughs> they went all in on that. You know, the biggest guy is, is PJ Tucker. I mean, six seven. You know, you know, this ain't college where you can have a six foot center. You know, right. it's, it's still. You know, I know the league is different, and it's it's going towards the smaller ball, and but. You still need size in this league to win. You never be able to clog the paint with, especially in the what in the Western Conference when you got all these guys. You know, Kawhi, LeBron, AD. You know, how would they match up with the Lakers? <laughs> LeBron, the Lakers <laughs> would destroy. Them. Even with Dwight Howard, they can have Dwight Howard just play, and they would destroy them. You know, so you know, I don't know if that's gonna work. You know, I saw them play the Knicks, and the Knicks, the Knicks have some size now, and the, the Knicks were giving them problems. You know. R.J. Barrett bullied, but P.J. Tucker on that game-winning shot, you know, that game-winning uh, layup. So, I mean, imagine, you know, a team that actually, you know, has depth and, and can play, you know, doing that on, you know, in, in a playoff. So, you know, there's pressure on them. You know, D'Antoni has has taken – has had a lot of great teams, has taken teams to, you know, Western Conference Finals, but he's never gotten over that hump. And it, and it seems like every year he get, they get they, – they just – they just fall short. I mean, a couple of years ago, they missed what twenty-seven straight three-pointers. Like, like I think we can make a three-pointer on accident in twenty-seven tries in the yeah. game. You know? Yeah. Which, like on accident, <laughs> which just chuck it up. You know, we can just chuck it up and yeah. make one out of twenty-seven. And they and they missed like 25, 26, 20, whatever the exact, but it was around there. So you know, they, they, there is a lot of pressure on them too because you know, do you do you trade Russ if this doesn't work out? If they get knocked out in the in the group stage, let's say this group stage. They get knocked out and don't advance. I mean, it's you know they might have to trade Russ and try to figure something out. Knows because you know they're not gonna train James Harden because James Harden is just you know that's the face of the franchise. But they might try to do a rush, try to get a new coach. I, I don't know, but that gets that's a good one. They have a lot of pressure. But that's the thing. Like uh, I look, look D'Antoni's sixty nine. But that's the thing. Like if you fire D'Antoni or he resigns, you know they they mutually agree that he, he resigns. What coach do you get to, to bring in there to, to no, fit that, that personnel? Because nobody else runs that personnel. And now you've already traded Capella, who I think would be Bill Russell back in the 60s. <laughs> so, you know, like you. <laughs> so, like, you know. <laughs> you, Were you the one that started that? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. You yes, he was. Oh, He's no. just, yes, he was. Oh, no. Yes, he was. So, I sent you a tweet that I didn't like. <laughs> so, so, 
Hey, my boy. Eddie Curry, Kwame Brown. Tony Batee back there, boy. <laughs> Ratliff, Theo Ratliff, come on now. Oh, I would been killing back then, man. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Curry. He would have still ate his way out of the league. Hey, but uh, that's funny. Um, but I think the Rockets, man, it's what's crazy is somebody has to be the Utah Jazz. Somebody has to somebody has to be that team. Somebody has to be the Sacramento Kings from 2000s. It's always that team that no matter what, it's just somebody in the obstacle better than you, and it's just what it is. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we talked about, like, you know, R.P. to Jerry Sloan, uh, Utah Jazz coach. I mean, he's one of the greatest to ever do it with no, with no yeah. ring. He lost, he lost in 97, 98, went to what? I think, like, 17 straight playoffs or whatever. Like, six yeah. West Finals. Like, he had a like, and it's all And it's always somebody in the way, whether, whether you know, I always I always say Utah Jazz blew it. But, uh, but you know, it's, it, but the Rockets, you can say they blew it. You got last year, um, you know, Chris Paul didn't show up the first four games. And then he finally showed up and then Eric Gordon don't show up. So, it's kind of like, you know, you, you got different things and hamstring from Chris Paul. Um that, that year before that, that, like so, you 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 always right, and then then you got Dan Tony when he was in New York, he when when they, Melo and Stoudemire when they was uh out there hooping. So it's 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 so many instances from Dan Tony and James Harden and Russell Westbrook where somebody got to be them of that era. And I ha- I hate to say it, but I don't, I don't believe James Harden, Russ, or Dan Tony will ever get a championship, and it's because somebody has to be them in every in every era, and I think that's the Houston Rockets. It's it's crazy, like, you know, James Harden has shown to be one of the best players, but it seems like once he gets to the playoffs, he kind of just – he's just not that same player. And, and Rustberg, too, you know, I mean, the last year in the thun- when the Thunder – I mean, they lost in five. You know, right. a team with, with, with Westbrook and, and Paul George at the time should not lose in five games. You know, that, that just shouldn't no. happen. I mean, that's why, you know – with Westbrook, I know he's a tremendous player, but can he take that next level too, you know? And I don't know if him and Hardy can do it together. You know, that's still, you know, it can, it can always work in the regular season when you have teams like that. But can you, can that dynamic do it in the, in the playoffs? And, and with Westbrook's style and Harden's style, they have that, that, that usage rate. I mean, you got two guys who, who need the ball at all times. And when you get the playoff time and crunch time, you know, both guys are going to want that ball. Westbrook's been the guy, you know, since since KD left to be the guy at the last second, you know, and same same with Harden. You know, how would that dynamic work? And then, and, and, you know, uh, I, I don't know about them. Uh, I just, you know, it, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And it's crazy is, uh, Rashad can attest to this, man. I've been trying to tell Daryl Morey, trying to call him, email him, tell him, you need to trade Capella. This was like a year and a half ago for Jalen Brown. And now it's too late. Now Jalen Brown has too too much emerged over over Clint Capella, and I, I always said that you know you know they 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 throw out Ben Mecklemore, the, the Daniel Houses, and all these other guys like, and they're fine that in their system, but you you get a, you get an impact player like Jalen Brown, 
So when Westbrook goes sit down, it ain't just James. Or when James goes sit down, it ain't just Russ. And, yeah, and yeah. you know, and, and that's what, as a media or, or, or you know, fan, they gonna always going to ride James Harden. They're always going to ride Russ because, because of that factor. Like, well, okay, well, you can't win it. Well, if I had a little bit more help, like everybody else gets. I mean, I, granted, it's me and him. But if he gets tired and it's just me, what am I supposed to do? You know, so. And, like, and like that's the thing. I thought this year would be the best chance to win, especially with this little pandemic going on. I don't say little pandemic, this major pandemic going on because <laughs> now they've had a break. So, like, now they're resting. You know, it, the knock is always, oh, they carried the regular season. So, now they're tired and flamed out come playoff yeah. time. But now you've had a month and a half, two months off. All the guys should be rested. So, they shouldn't have an excuse of being tired. You know, right. they, they, nah. should, they, they should be able to make it far with, with their – you know, you get a training camp. You like start a season all over again. You should be able to survive 30, 35 games. You know, a, a play-in stage and you know what, two, three rounds of playoffs. You should be able to survive about 30, 35 games. But who knows, man? If no size and if Dan Tony can't make the adjustments, or if their chemistry's a little bit off, or their shots aren't falling because of rhythm, they'll be out early. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, it's it's gonna be interesting to see with them because they can they can they can win it all. Or I could see them getting eliminated in the first, you know, in the first stage. So <laughs> right. They, they, they're one of those teams where <laughs> the range they, too high. Yeah. Yeah. The range is all over the place. So, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see, but you know, they're going to need Gordon healthy. They're going to need Dan Tony to, 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 you know, make adjustments and, and hopefully Westbrook and Harden, you know, can, can be cohesive and, and get it going. Cause it's, you know, like I said, a lot of pressure on them. Right. All right, so moving on to Dan Tony, who used to coach this team, New York Knicks, your New York Knicks. Man, um, you know, they've been in the media trying to find out who the next coach is going to be. Uh, I mean, Fizdale didn't really get a good rap. I mean, uh, he, was, he, he he got a hand and he, he tried to play how he had it. But um, rumors, Tibbs. Yeah, man. Tibbs. So, Kenny, give me Kenny Atkinson too. Kenny, Kenny Atkinson. That's, that's my guy. So, that's all right. Kenny. So let's talk, let's, let's talk about Tiz first because I'm trying to figure out why. Good coach, but why is he always the the first guy to get the calls, especially what we know about him and and, and you know he T Mac was on all the smoke talking about how he was killing y'all mean before the games and. You know, y'all mean flamed out because he, he just couldn't handle it. You know, we talked yeah. we talked about what he did with Minnesota and, and even Chicago. Like he had all these stuff around him. So I don't know, I don't know, man. With Tibbs, forty five minutes a night. <laughs> Play Derrick Rose after you win in the game with like you up double did ten points or something, and yeah. Derrick Rose yeah. ACL. It, it's all right. So give me your give me your what you think of Tibbs, the positives of bringing Tibbs, and then and then the negatives. The positives. He is a good coach. Now, obviously, with all those things you just said, those are those are things that you worry about, obviously. But he is a good coach. He is he's defensively, he's one of the best defensive coaches in the league. And the Knicks desperately need that. We need to work on defense. We have guys who can play. We just need we just need the, the team defense to to get together. And, and you know, we got Mitchell Robinson and, and you know RJ, guys who I think who can be solid defenders in this league. And uh, you know, I, I just, you know, a lot of people focus on the minutes and, you know, you know, wearing out players and stuff. And I, I just have a feeling that, you know, that he's learned a lot from his, those past mistakes. Because those were mistakes. He did overwork guys in Chicago. And it may have, may or may not have cost him a chance to win a ring, you know, especially with Derrick Rose and the injury and stuff. And, 
you know, guy, you know, everyone else. And uh, in Minnesota, I mean, he did, he did take them back to the playoffs for the first time in a long time. Obviously, it didn't work out because, but that, but that's more of a front office. You Shout know, out Jimmy Butler. Front. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy <laughs> Butler and all that. Practice. You know, Prag, yeah, you know him <laughs> killing Wiggins and and, and Cat. But they, some of those players were 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 just not. They just don't have the mental makeup, you know, that toughness. So I can't put that all on Tibbs and stuff, you know. But you know, if if he's the coach of the Knicks, I think it would be a good fit. You know, like I said, you know, we need we need a coach who's going to be hard nosed. You know, we haven't had a hard nosed coach like that in a while. You know, Hornacek wasn't that guy. Derek Derek Fisher, hell. <laughs> wasn't that guy? He was too busy getting uh, uh, punched by uh, by Matt Barnes. Hell, let's just get Matt Barnes on on the roster uh, on coaching. <laughs> so uh, Matt, you know him. That whole that situation was a bomb. Fizdale was just he was brought into thinking that we were going to get you know big time free agents, and you know obviously we struck out on that. But uh, I could talk days about that whole situation. But <laughs> you know, I think we need we need toughness. Uh, this is a job he wants. He's wanted this job the last three openings, and he didn't. We we didn't get him. I think he's gonna. I think he's learned from his mistakes. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think it's that's gonna. Uh, it's, he's gonna bring that. You know, playing guys 45, 40, 45 minutes. I don't think that's gonna be the 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 case here. I think it'd be a solid high. He, he's 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 familiar with Leon Rose at C. You know, he's a CAA client. CAA client. So they have that rep, that reputate. They have that chemistry already. Them. So, I think I think it'd be a solid fit. You know, uh, you know. There's also you know rumors about Kenny Atkinson too. But there's not too many. There's not too many coaches out there. You know, quite frankly, that that are that would be that would that really be intriguing for the Knicks. So you know, it, I think it'd be a solid fit. You know, I think he's learned from his mistakes, and you know. So and like I said, this team needs. This team needs a big an ass whooping. They need they need a training camp where they're gonna where they're gonna get chewed out and you work work hard because you know Lord knows the last seven seven eight years you know uh, since we lost to, to Indiana in the playoffs it, it just ha- it's been it's been abysmal. So we we've got, we we this team might need this this team might be perfect for that type of coach to get that to get that out of them and, and get the best out of his players. Cause he, he has gotten the best. He got the best out of those, those Chicago teams. He's got the best out of those Minnesota teams. But you know, I think, I think this is a coach that could quite possibly be a good fit for us. Man, I'm in favor of Kenny Atkinson changing boroughs. Yeah. Um, I'm, you, you know, as far as the, the pros for each guy, you know, Kenny Atkinson, he just kind of built up that young culture with the Knicks, and we know Thibodeau, he's good for building up a young culture, what he did with the Wolves in his season there and make the playoffs. Of course, what he did with the Bulls. So both guys have that pedigree of being able to build up and coach a young culture. Mm-hmm. But to me, Kenny Atkinson, what he did with the Nets, and I think he he just won't kill the guys. Like, he won't break – like, if R.J. Barrett's the next future star, Kenny Atkinson, he won't break that guy down, like, over yeah. the course of two or three years trying to play in – of course, you want to play 82 games, but he he won't grind him out for 42 minutes a night. He won't grind out Mitchell Robinson, things like that. He'll kind of coach up, you know, Knox and all these guys to to play at their best without grinding them out. I think Tips, he's so hard-nosed. And, yeah, he's defensive-minded, but just that mentality of, like, playing, not using your bench depth, just running guys into the ground that – you know, 40-something minutes a night perennially, that can just – even that young guy is 19, 20 years old, that can, on the long haul, 
take some years off their careers. And then if the Knicks have, you know, dreams of landing another big star like a potential Giannis or, you know, whoever else comes up, whoever comes up in free agency, I don't think that they'll want to play for a guy like Tibbs who's going to grind them out and only play six, seven guys a night. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, like I said, that's why I, I would love Kenny Atkinson to be the coach. I think what he did with Brooklyn with all the assets they lost from the, the Boston trade from, from years ago when they traded for, for the for, for Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, and it still trickled down. So you know, just, it's still, we still got draft picks up that Boston Al- had. Alexa, play Drake for Nick. <laughs> Big time. And, you know, how he was able to deal with the roster he had and to – you know, coach up D'Angelo Russell from being, you know, people thought D'Angelo Russell was just going to be another guy in the league that'd be a solid scorer. And then he took him to another level where he was an all-star. This kid's guy right there. Yes, sir. To get a max deal, you know, in Golden State, you know, he got him paid. And, you know, to get Karis LeVert to take the next step and and Spencer Dinwiddie and and Jared Allen and all these guys that, you know, and that Nets team struggled last year in the beginning of the year. And he took that team – and they went on a roll, and they made the playoffs, and that was, and that led them to get Kevin Durant. And in order to to get guys like Kevin Durant and Kyrie to come, you got to show that you got a winning mentality. And then that's yes. what the Knicks failed to do last year was they saw growth. Yeah, and what the Knicks failed to do was not develop their young guys. They didn't develop Knox, Nilakina, and all those guys last year. They just straight up tanked, <laughs> and the tank didn't work because you didn't get Zion. So that was the first domino to fall. You know, once that didn't happen, that's when I was like, oh, like, this is bad. Like, the plan mm-hmm. is starting to – and then you hear the rumblings that they don't, want, they don't want Kyrie by himself, and then that's what happens. But when you build a culture like the Nets did, KD and Kyrie are looking at that like, maybe, okay, well, yeah. Okay, well, that, that's something. And we don't have to deal with the media as much because the Nets over here, you know, they obviously they're the better team, but it's still a Knicks. It's a Knicks town, you yeah. know. No matter what, it's a Knicks town, and the, you know how the newspapers when the, the Knicks do anything, it, it gets news no matter what. And we haven't been good in years, and, <laughs> and we still get. It. We're all we're on first take. Stephen A's have his this depressed face. Max Kellerman became a Lakers fan, like you know, it, it's crazy with, with the Knicks. But uh, you know. It, you know, you got to build established culture, and Kenny was a, was a big part of that. He developed these guys and took them to that. Now, obviously, you know, it didn't work. It didn't, he got he got let go, and you know, but that was more because you know they're in win now mode, and Kenny likes to build. He you know, and that's why I think it's a good fit with the Knicks because we need that. Also, we need a guy who's going to develop the you know to to take Knox and figure out his game because somehow his game got lost. You know, not to say he had a great rookie season, but you know, you saw like, okay, this he could be something. He could be a solid NBA player. You mm-hmm. know, he could get you 15, 16 a game. And then somehow he, it's like the 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 monster. They took all his powers and what the hell is going on? Like, dude, dude, dude forgot how to play basketball, and he went from being just a, a, ter- a absolutely horrific player. So I think he could get Knox and just retool him, figure him out, and, and take RJ to that next level because that, that's the main thing is can you take RJ to that next level? And I think he could do that. He did it with D'Angelo Russell, you know, and I, that, that's, something, that's something that's very intriguing to me. And I think, I think that, that's the top of my list, Kenny Atkinson. And then, you know, taking whoever the draft pick is and, and working, maybe it's LaMelo Ball, I mean, him, LaMelo and RJ, 
you know, that that would be a nice backcourt, you know. So it, it would be interesting to see, you know, uh, you know, if Kenny's the guy because I think he could definitely develop. He, he's 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 been a good coach, you know. He 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 had a good run with the Nets and. You know, uh, so that you know, it's. In, I'm definitely looking forward to if he's the coach because I think that's definitely the right fit for the Knicks. Yeah, keep keep teams on the sideline, man. He he can't be no head coach. He, <laughs> he, he, <laughs> keep head coach. Yeah, I, I love Kenny, man. I thought I thought Brooklyn did Kenny crazy, man, and and yeah. you know, to, as a guy I don't like over there anyway in Brooklyn, Rashad. You know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> so you know so it's all it's all good. I'm glad Kenny free and if, and if Knicks do that, make that move, man. Like it, you you gotta start somewhere and you gotta have some consistency. And I thought Fizdale might have been the guy, you know, just to start it off or at least. At least be the Mark Jackson to a Steve Kerr, you know what I mean? Like, and and maybe they didn't give enough time for that for that to happen. And it's always got to start somewhere. And and Kenny, and Kenny, yeah, you you got you got to from the top down. And you know, if you get that right, the rest will come. I mean, you, you see you see the Lakers right. once once the Lakers got Robin there, uh, Genie Bus took over. I mean, it took it took a couple years, and yeah, you know, they missed out on Ben Simmons or Cat, and have to take some consolation prize. And yeah, you missed out on Zion and even the job, but. You know, R.J. Barrett is showing signs, and, and like you said, you put Knox in the right situation, he can show you why he was a first-round draft pick. And then the pick you got this year, hopefully, is Lamelo. I want Lamelo to go to the Knicks and and, and bring bring Knicks uh, back to glory. Cause we talked about early the group stages, like all the big teams, they are the big brands. You get the Knicks in there, man. The that's, that's just more money. That just that's all it is. The NBA needs the Knicks to be good. Again, you need a New York team to be to get back, you know, uh, get back to to being competitive, and that definitely helps the league when, especially in Chicago too. You got Chicago, New York, and the LA teams. The LA teams are already doing their thing, and, and you at Chicago, the the you know another, the third biggest market in the NBA, and then you had the Knicks, the number one market, with the, with the Nets too on the way. Things Man, happen. That, that all that does is just make the the league just keep continue growing and growing. So hopefully. With the Knicks, you know, obviously the Nets are going to be, you know, relevant next season, uh, especially when KD's back. But, you know, I like what the Knicks front office moves they made. And, you know, I think Leon Rose is surrounding himself with basketball people, which is something in the past the Knicks never did. They just hire whoever they think is the, the best name. But now it seems like they're changing up and, and they're, they're hiring basketball minds, respected basketball minds. And, and you know, so it's it's. I've been spurring before by the Knicks. I, I try not to get too happy, you know, because my heart's <laughs> been broken too many times with this team. But it, it it feels like that they're they're finally making the right basketball moves, and, and you know, it seems like. And hopefully, we we might you know get a top pick this year, and you know, just continue to grow. And that's all you could do. You know, it's been it's been a rough it's been a rough few years. You know, uh, you know, and then losing the lottery last year, it's it's tough, but. I'm 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 being optimistic. If they hire Kenny, that's just that that'll be that'll that'll be good. And then if they get Lamelo too, possibly that could be great. Or Killian Hayes, you know, one of these point guards, Halliburton, I'll be happy. And you know, go get Chris Paul. Go get Chris Paul, maybe (laughs) Chris Paul, maybe he's available. You know, so we'll we'll see. We'll we'll definitely see. But it it seems like they're they're trending upwards a little bit. I won't get too happy yet, but you know, they're trending they're trending upwards the next. We got to get into this John Wall, man, 110%. He says he's ready to return to action. And, um, you know, it's about time John Wall get back into the surface because he's been gone a while, the last two seasons. And um, it's kind of a good thing that he kind of, what they say, he fell and, and ruptured his uh, his Achilles. He didn't, he, didn't, uh, he didn't tear it like KD did and stuff like that. So it wasn't as bad. Um, but 
if he if he says back, do y'all believe John Wall can take back his top five point guard in the game where he was um, just a couple years ago? Man, that that's tough. I mean, because because he's promoted, man. It's it's first of all, yeah, like you said. I mean, how many great point guards are there in the league? I mean, <laughs> there's so many, and then guys on the come up like John Morant. As Jay Gilders Alexander, I mean, there's so many guys on the come up too. I mean, what he tore his he tore his Achilles. You know, he had the knee injury. He's had a lot of injuries too. He's dealt with in his career, and he is older. You know, he, he's he's what in his he's 30, 31 years old. It, it's it, it's going to be tough for him to get back to that level. It, it won't take a year. It's going to take a little bit more than a year plus to get his body back and into playing. So I, I don't know if he'll get back to that top five point guard level you know because at one point he was one of the best point guard and he was the fastest point guard in the league you know he he was a blur you know uh but i i don't know if he can ever get back to that top because those injuries man i mean to miss he's missed two years already you know this is, will be the second year he's missed and you know those injuries achilles injury achilles injury is rough i mean it's one thing to tear your acl and stuff but then to tear your achilles i mean as we've seen uh, you know Achilles injuries can really, you know, hurt your career. So it, I don't know if he'll ever get back to that tie five low. Yeah, I'm, I'm hope so because I, you know, I, I love to see, I hate to see guys careers end with injuries like this. So I definitely want to see John Wall get back and healthy and maybe Washington do something. Cause it feels like they had some teams that should have gotten, you know, they should have done more, but especially, but, and it's crazy because Beals, Bradley Beals finally, you know, he, mm-hmm. he's one of the best scorers in the league. He's finally, getting to that, you know, to his, you know, his potential. He's averaging 30 a game, you know, so it would have been fun to see him and and Wall together. But, you know, yeah, I, I don't see him get back to that top five PG level. Man, you got Steph Curry, who's going to be back next year. Dame Lillard, who I think both those yeah. guys are top 10 players. So he's yeah. automatically at best going to be three. And then you start looking at Trey Young, Kyrie, Kimba, yeah. Ja. I can keep going. But, you know. Chris, hey, Chris Paul. Got, hey, we, we can't lose Chris Paul. Chris, Look, Chris Paul, Paul got it. I don't care how he is. He that man. That man changes things. Bro, Chris Paul yeah. hasn't fallen off. Russ hasn't fallen off. So, Kim, so Kim, I'm going to throw it to you. John Wall, top five again. Nope. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's tough. It, it, and it's all it's all going. Uh, the, the crazy thing is. Do do y'all okay, do y'all think he has to be a top five point guard for the Wizards to be great, or, or yeah, at least at least you know that that six or seven range? Because I mean, they could with Bradley Beal being the way he is now, um, this could potentially be if, if John Wall was to come back get hurt again. This is potentially how how the Pacers were when when Danny Granger and, and Paul George and they couldn't they timing they, they couldn't match up, and if it did, yeah, exactly. who knows what the Pacers would have done against the Heat, right? So. Um, I do. I I think I can agree to John Wall. He may not be the same guy. He may not be that top five guy, but can he be a top ten or at least you know if he if 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 Bradley Beal is on this MVP tier, which you know obviously you you can't because he's he's not winning, but scoring what he's doing, uh, rebounding the city, putting the team on his back. You add a John Wall like that, who 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 is a bona fide leader everywhere he's been. Um, if you if you can get back to a top ten range, or even if he gets to the Eric Bledsoe, his former teammate in college, if he's an Eric Bledsoe type, I mean, I can see that I can see the Wizards be you know being something, and and it's mostly because of Bradley Beal. And Bradley Beal said said this, you know, that they, they, their deals match up, so they got two years left together. 
Um, you know, he's on the extension. So if they, if they can see, they can run it back and see what they can do. I mean, last time we saw these guys, that, that him and them in Boston was going at it while Isaiah Thomas was on that team. So they was going at it. And it, it, it's not that far, you know, far away from each other as far as years wise. So I don't know, man. Top five, hell no. I, I can't, I can't do it. I love John Wall, but it's like you said, it, it is too me. It is too many people. But too kids, many you, you, you love duos. So like, as far as like a duo, what you, what you thinking, man? Because I know, you know, coming to the year, you were saying. Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, and you threw out some moments like for us, like a backcourt duo. So, what you thinking, duo wise, a healthy John Wall and Bradley Bill? Because I don't know. All right, so we got Damon CJ. That's you know, that's that's a good one. You still got Curry and Clay. Um, you Harden Russ, Harden, Harden, Harden Russ one. So, that, that in my opinion, so if, if we're talking about the guys I just named, um, after that, I mean, after those three. And, and really, to be honest, though, that CJ, that CJ Dame ain't is. I, I, if John Wall come back healthy and he's he's you know five percent less than than his his stats were as an All Star, if he's giving me twenty and ten or twenty and eight or something like eighteen and eight, I, I I think I, I, might, I might take the Wizards over the Blazers. Um, so maybe it's, maybe it's still the top five. Back, I mean, they, they might not be the top three, but they they definitely can be a top five. Yeah, they could be top five for sure. Yeah, I, I could see that because Bill, Bill alone, Bill's a monster. Uh, Bill, Bill's a monster. The fact uh, that he didn't make the All Star team, it, it, that just that doesn't make any sense. How you lead the league? How you lead the Eastern Conference in points and you don't make the All Star? I don't care how many lo- you keep. They could have lost every game. He deserves <laughs> to be an All Star. I don't care. You know, you lead the the Eastern Conference in points at over thirty a game. You know, you put your team on your back, and and with all the injuries they've dealt with, like come on, how, how do you? How do you put that, you know, because his team has struggled on him. You know, you see the injuries, you see his team, his roster right now. No, yeah. well, no John Wall, and you're going to leave him out because, oh, he doesn't have team success. Well, come on. Really? <laughs> Man, I feel <laughs> bad for Bill because, like, even in group stage, they still would need to be a top 20 or 21. I think they like 22, 23. But, hey, but they are, they are uh what, two or three back from, from the uh, AFC. So, I mean. That's decent count. East, <laughs> from the Eastern Conference, yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, gonna have no, AFC go- being the worst team in the league, so. right? Yes, yes, yeah. So you you're going to have a losing record making the playoffs. So yeah, hey man, John, if, if if John Wall comes back, it, it it makes that point guard like debates like so great. Cause I remember, remember when he was in his prime, man. Like before all the injuries happened, like it was talking about was he the best in the league and was he the best point guard? And you know, and you, and, and, and you, yeah. That was that was a battle, yeah. And I, I think John Wall even said that he he loved going against Kyrie because they know that at the time they was one and two, and yeah. you know obviously Curry emerging and, and Dame's here now, and we got the Trey Youngs, we got the John Morants, and uh, you know so, so it, it's it's so many point guards, it's a lot of them, and I think Bradley Beal is the second best shooting guard in the game. So you if you if you have the second best and you number nine point guard, I mean you might can do some things. So especially in the East, it's not it's not that like you got to be. Like you got to be that great in these. You just got to have two good guys, and you you be there. I mean, Milwaukee, Milwaukee winning with Chris Middleton, my guy, as the second best player. So, mm-hmm. anything yeah, I think at the, at the highest, John Wall could be four. Like I, I can't put him past Curry or Dame. And I know the defense isn't really there, but just what he can do scoring wise, I'll go Trey Young at three. And then, like you said earlier, man, with just the debate of. Kyrie, Kimba, Wall. I think Wall could be four or five. So if you got, like you said, you got a top five shooting guard and a top five point guard, you should be at least forty five wins and in the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, I agree. 
He can get there. It just it's going like you said because it's going it's going to take a while because you haven't got back on the court. But hopefully this is you know during this pandemic. If he said hundred hundred percent, is he going to come back like this year, or are you just going to wait till next year? Yeah, those those things I do want to see if it does happen. Um, if if they get a chance to to play because the Wizards ain't got no yeah. chance. <laughs> they ain't got no chance. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well wait till next year. Yeah. You might, you might, you might be right. Uh, Chris, hey, tell everybody where, where they can find you at and uh, where, where they can find your podcast at. Yeah, so Off the Ball Podcast. Uh, I'm on all all uh, podcast platforms, you know, Spotify, you know, iTunes, you know, uh, iHeartRadio, pretty much every every pl- platform. And on on social media, you can find me on Twitter, Off the Ball Pod. You know, I, I'm I'm very active on there. Uh, Instagram, Off the Ball Pod, and on Facebook, you can. Uh, I'm on Off the Ball Podcast. I just got. I just revamped my website, the, the Off the Ball Podcast.com. You can check out. You know, I, I I write some articles there. I got all my podcasts up there. My YouTube stuffs there, and uh, you know, I got a, I got a line of merch that I just you know about to launch. I'm excited about that. Got some some designs, so I'm excited to launch that. We're gonna working on production for that, so. Yeah, just follow me there. You know, I follow back. I'm very active. So, you know, reach out and, you know, go check out the podcast, check out the merch and, you know, just continue to grind every day. You know, I, I didn't do much podcast work this week because I overloaded myself the last two weeks. I did w- way too many shows. <laughs> I didn't realize, but it, 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 when, when it comes out and people appreciate the work, it, it, it's all worth it. But this week, take a little break and then get back, get back on the grind next week with some, some dope shows. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for coming on, man. We we appreciate it for sure. Uh, I appreciate you guys. You guys do do great work too. So uh, I, I'm happy to I'm happy and honored to be on the show, man. Appreciate you, man. Hey, y'all check out Twelve Ounce Sports. Y'all go to Twelve Ounce Sports uh, Radio dot com. Uh, go to the Twelve Ounce Sports mini catalog. They, we got some t shirts for y'all guys now. Classic white t shirts, navy t shirts, a collar shirt now. Um, it's free shipping of orders of $60. It's only $25. Why don't y'all just go ahead and purchase one? So um, I know me and Rashad are, are, are thinking about go ahead and get, get a couple like that. So if we want to help y'all out. Uh, I think I want to, I, I want to say, man, we, if, if we can get some sales, we get some sales up there. It, it made a little cheddar coming our way, Rashad. So we got, <laughs> so we, we got, we got to do right by our guys, man. Got to do right. 12 on sports. Marshawn yeah. Liz, get your chicken. Get your chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. All right, man. Preach, care, preach. We're Rashad. Appreciate you, Chris. Man, we out. Thank you, guys.